from that cross and laid in a grave. That grave was sealed because the Romans and the religious leaders are scared that the body would be stolen to fulfill yet another prophecy. And even with the seal and the guards, that prophecy is still fulfilled. And the empty tomb set in its place when a small group of women come to dress the body. Jesus appeared to them that Sunday morning and gave them instructions to go tell the disciples. See, he didn't come to the disciples first. He came to the women first. What society looks at as possibly the lowest among them. And then even so, probably the lowest among even them, the way society looked at her. He come to Mary Magdalene. A woman with a torn past. A tarred and stained past was the first person he come to. Was the first evangelist sent to preach about the risen Savior. Simple task: go tell my disciples I am risen. And I just wanted to remind y'all of what today is about. He is risen for you and for me. I want to go back a few days to Friday while he hung on the cross. Several things took place, but one of those things was he wasn't alone on that cross. But there were two other crosses to either side of him with criminals. Most everybody knows the story of those two criminals. But a lot of people don't realize it's the story of us. We're one of those two criminals. It's up to us to decide which one we are. And as we read that story, beginning in Luke 23, chapter 39, it says, Then one of the criminals hanging there began to yell insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other answered, rebuking him, Don't you even fear God, since you are undergoing the same punishment? We are punished justly, because we are getting back what we deserve from the things we did. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Then he said to him, Truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. See, when you ask Jesus for forgiveness, you choose to be that second criminal. And Jesus answers the same way. You will be with me. So that when you face judgment before God, Jesus can stand there and he can say, this is one of mine. I know him. His name is written in my book. This one is mine. When he's separating the sheep from the goats, like it says in Revelation. Jesus is deciding right then and there 
who is his and who isn't. Who has cried out to him to forgive him, to, to remember me. And who has cried out insults to him in some form or another. Sometimes it's just in your actions, in the lackluster lifestyle you live. You can be a good person all you want, but if you haven't cried out to Christ, you're still the first criminal. The story is to remind us that we have only two options in the end. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Or get away from me, I never knew you. Matthew tells us that the road is straight, the way is narrow, and few are those who find it. That's got to be the most terrifying verse in the Bible when you think about it. Few are those who find it. Have you truly searched for the way? His name is Jesus. And so today while we celebrate the empty tomb, let's remember that he wasn't alone on that cross. That we have but two choices. Mock them with our lifestyle, with our decisions, with our words, with our actions. Or ask forgiveness and receive repentance and believe and trust in Him that we will be with Him in paradise. And that's why it's so important that we remember the empty tomb. Because if He had laid in that tomb and they come that that Sunday morning and they found his body still there and that body stayed there and that body stayed there and Jesus would have been no better than Muhammad or Buddha or any of the other deities that people try to follow or prophets that people try to follow Moses' bones still lay where he was buried Abraham's are still there Isaac's are still there David's are still there Muhammad's are still there. Buddha's are still there. But Jesus' tomb is empty. Jesus gave us the real option by defeating death and being raised from the grave. So we know that when he told that criminal that he would be with him in paradise, he was not lying. And he is not lying to you when he gives you that same option. Believe in him. Trust in Him. You can find redemption. You can find salvation through Christ. So today any other day we have but one choice to make. Will we or won't we follow Jesus? Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you so much for the sacrifice that you paid for us. Thank you so much for making the choice as simple as yes 
or no? God, I choose yes. I want to follow you, and I want to lead as many people as I can to you, not so that they can follow me, God, but that they can follow you. And I ask that you lay that spirit on the hearts of every person listening. That they have a desire to follow you and show others how to do so. God, I ask that you lean into their hearts and their minds today. And if anybody listening has not made that decision yet and is still on the fence about it, Lord, that they, they come off that fence and they come to you simply say yes yes Jesus remember me when you go to your father or as we continue through this day and we take communion before we enjoy this meal Lord I ask that if anybody is having trouble in their hearts get that right with you. That nothing in this world is going to change without you. That everything that takes place in their lives, everything that takes place in their hearts and in their minds that needs to be changed, that they're worried about, that they want to get right before they come to you, Lord, go ahead and lead them to you. Because they need to realize that it's not going to get right until you are in it. And that it's okay to come just as they are. And that that can be a hard lesson to learn, Lord. But I ask that you lead it, lead them through that lesson. Like you led me and like you've led so many others. And I ask that if anybody is feeling convicted to come to you today, Lord, that you allow them to do so in whatever manner they see fit, whether they want to come to the altar and pray or if they'd like to do it where they're at. That they come to you, Lord. And that they give their heart to you. And that they trust in you. And that they beg that you remember them. I ask that we do all of this in your name. And I ask that you bless us and give us the message to carry out with us. In Jesus' holy and blessed name. Amen. Amen.